0: Join us as we listen to God's word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Dory and Carla Wehrman. Carla, we are entering a most holy week beginning with Palm Sunday. And uh, we're going to dedicate our entire segment today to the commentary. Uh, folks want to listen to the readings. We, of course, have them in our podcast link or on the Hail Mary media app. Uh, and starting with Palm Sunday, you know, most of us have uh, heard the Palm Sunday readings from our childhood. We remember the gospel at the procession, how Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a donkey and people lay palm fronds on the, on the road and shout Hosanna. Um, we, of course, remember the gospel, uh, the Last Supper, the institution of the priesthood institution of the eucharist christ's passion and death all these are something that we've known since our childhood
1: exactly yeah and you know these uh like these readings like you were saying they, they do provide a dramatic account of what we refer to as the passion of the lord but today kevin we're going to focus primarily on the day uh, and how it was that jesus uh entered made his entrance into jerusalem and he was riding on a donkey and of course like you said we call this palm sunday
0: Right. And, and one of the thing I think we were, as we were preparing for this, we came across the realization that sometimes familiarity dulls the inquisitiveness. Yes, it does. You know, how many yeah. details we cross? Yeah, I've heard the story before. Yeah, I know it
1: happens. Right. Know, how many images
0: and all these prophetic fulfillments we just not think about. So right. we actually are going to pick two well-known items from the gospel at the procession, dig into them and discover them anew. So we have named our segment today, Donkeys, and palm fronds i
1: I think that's fitting
0: (laughs) that's our plan for today (laughs) and you know
1: sacred scripture is often referred to as god's love letter to mankind so we really shouldn't be reading the bible like it's some sort of a historical account although it does have historical truths that's not the purpose of sacred scripture it's um it's supposed to be more of an insight on how God has always interacted with mankind and what God's message is uh, to mankind. Uh, Palm Sunday is, it is the fulfillment. Actually, if you go back to the Old, to the old Testament, the, the prophet Zechariah, what we hear is a fulfillment of one of the prophecies in Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 to 12. It says, "'See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious.'" lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there's so many more. We're only going to pick a couple other ones. I'd actually like to start back in Genesis. This is Genesis 22. Uh, Remember that the donkey carried the wood for the sacrifice of Isaac for those first three days of their journey. That's right. Uh, When then Abraham placed the wood on Isaac as they journeyed to Moriah. Remember back in, if you kind of set the stage here in Genesis 12, God said to Abraham, or Abram at the time, I will make of you a great nation. But then look what happens. You know, his family, his nephew Lot is distanced from him. Ishmael, by -hmm. the son of Hagar, departs from him. I mean, Isaac is his only son.
1: In fact, I want to interrupt really yeah. quick. There's supposed to be some movie coming out. I haven't seen it yet, but it's, I think that's the title of it, His Only Son. Oh, and it's okay. about the story of Abraham and, and Isaac. Then I'm we like, need to yeah. go see that. I, I'm so, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then we get to Genesis 22 and God commands Abraham to sacrifice his only son as a test. Now, I think, you know, probably understandably, I think many of us focus on Abraham and Isaac. You mm-hmm. see so many prefigurations of christ prefigurations of the eucharist with isaac also carrying the wood you have um the ram with its horns caught in the thicket you see of course abraham sacrificing his only son or being asked or being tested about that but i guess as i look through this i would um, like you to think also about that donkey traveled as far as we know silently maybe not but silently with the wood of the sacrifice for three days and i think that's also a beautiful part of that story um, that often gets overlooked.
1: I do too, yeah. Uh,
0: in Numbers 22, God made Balaam's donkey talk. <laughs> you might remember that Balaam was hired by the king of Midian to curse the Israelites. Uh, and, uh, you know, of course, he was riding on a donkey. In this case, it was trying to show someone coming in peace, even though he, he wasn't. But during that journey, God spoke to Balaam and all of Israel through the donkey. and it's And the donkey said... Balaam, why are you beating me? After he beats him three times, right? Why are right. you beating me? Right. I remember me? that. Yes. And and again, that brings back to the fact I just picture uh, this again a prefiguration on how he, God is carrying the Israelites, and yet the Israelites are beating him and they're singing against him because they're,
1: they're not getting him. the message. So he actually had the donkey talk to him.
0: Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need a donkey today because we're not getting the message today either. Um, but again, that's another another example. Um, uh, one thing I also find that is crucial to understand the meaning of the donkey in the Old Testament comes from one kings. Uh, this was a beautiful political intrigue that was happening way back as when King uh, King David was an old man and bedridden. Uh, he had declared that Solomon would be king after him. But Adonijah, who was King David's fourth and eldest surviving son, said, I shall be king. And he provided himself with chariots, horses, and a retinue of 50 to go before him and he declared himself king and had a big feast well Bathsheba came and told David what had happened and David said and this is critical I think take with you the royal officials mount my son Solomon upon my mule and escort him down to Gihon and so thus Solomon was anointed as the rightful king of Israel and of course Solomon acts as both king and priest, so call,
1: what? What the other son was doing? was kind of like a coup, right? Is yes, that, exactly. Yes, an overthrow. Exactly. I guess. But that
0: authority say no, yeah. no. Ra- Mount Solomon on my mule right. to confer that authority. That in- indeed, Solomon is that right? So there's king. again,
1: there's a symbolism with it. With exactly. Donkey. Yeah.
0: That's right. So you see in Genesis, the the wood of the donk, the wood the donkey carried was that ultimate cross that the ram caught in the thicket was sacrificed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Balaam's donkey in in um, Numbers that he continued to keep Balaam safe, even though beatings it endured. Right, uh, And then, of course, finally, one king's, a transfer of kingly authority was shown through Solomon by riding on David's donkey. So you start to see that the donkey represents God's presence, his authority. And, and I believe that's what makes uh, Jesus's entrance into Jerusalem all that more powerful. Well, and
1: not to forget that, you know, to mention about the donkey that took um, Jesus uh, and Mary, you know, into Bethlehem. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That was that's, right. that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just a beautiful, I think, prefiguration of all of these things come together to point towards god's kingly and peaceful entrance into jerusalem as the king it's a beautiful tie with the donkey so i hope you start seeing donkeys a little different (laughs) (laughs) well let's go ahead and move to palm fronds
1: Right, right 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 so there are other visuals i'm you know throughout the readings but we pick these two and of course being palm sunday this would be sort of you know right up there in front and um the use of palm fronds now sacred scripture it tells us that uh, in this in the reading and for the um, palm sunday that the residents of the city they came out to greet jesus upon his arrival into jerusalem and they made a path with palm branches now palm branches they were they were in a class of luxurious trees and i think they kind of still are today and palm branches were also a sign of victory so during the Feast of Booths, it's also known as the Feast of Tabernacles, and it was held at the end of summer, uh, palm branches were, were carried in that procession. And palm branches were also used in making temporary housing, you know, for people have some place to stay during that celebration. And the focus was, or the the festival, it was focused on rejoicing over the harvest and in giving thanks to God for the abundant blessings that had been bestowed on them.
0: Yeah, and and Leviticus, I think when you talk about the Feast of Booths, it says this very beautiful. On the first day, you shall gather fruit of majestic trees, branches of palms and boughs, of leafy trees and valley willows. Then for a week, you shall make merry before the Lord your God. Again, just a beautiful segue into that, into that Feast of Booths. Uh, there's also a couple other things. In 1 Kings, uh, the palm fronds were actually a decoration in uh, in the wood into the entrance of the inner sanctuary. It said this, "...for the entrance of the inner sanctuary he made doors of olive wood, the lintel and five-sided doorposts. And he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved in them carvings of cherubim palm trees." and opened flowers and overlaid them with gold. So that entrance, that inner sanctuary, the Holy of Holies, you pass through this representation of palm trees as you went into this Holy of Holies and that encounter with God. Um, you mentioned victory in 1 Maccabees. Think about the returning of a conquering hero back in the uh, Maccabean revolt that happened. And this is from 1 Maccabees 13. On the 23rd day of the second month, in the 171st year, the Jews entered the citadel with shouts of praise, the waving of palm branches, the playing of harps and cymbals and lyres, and the singing of hymns and canticles because a great enemy of Israel had been crushed. Right, Judas Maccabeus, who was a Judas priest, he led that revolt. He fought a war to regain Jerusalem from the Seleucid Empire. And um, he, of course, uh, was celebrated and they, they rededicated the temple. He was celebrated as this conquering hero. He had set the Jews free from their conquerors and oppressors. He cleansed and rededicated the temple and they celebrated with palm branches.
1: And that makes sense to what we're hearing in the reading today. How as Jesus rode rode into the city, the people started shouting, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, blessed. So these were, um, indeed, he's the king of Israel. That's a quote right out of the reading. So spreading palm branches, like you said, are And and actually, we were also told they laid out the palm branches and their cloaks. Right, right. That this was a gesture, and it was also a gesture used in welcoming home, conquering heroes. And uh, most of those people in the crowd, they had already come to believe that Jesus was the Messiah. So... What was their idea of the Messiah? This is this is where the conquering hero thing comes in, yes. because they picture that the Messiah would be somebody who would overthrow the Rem- Roman Empire, who was keeping them as an oppressed nation, yes, and re- restored the Jewish nation to a ru- to a ruling where it had control over the land.
0: Yes, yes, right. So indeed, if as we've spent some time really with digging into the donkeys and palm fronds, we hope that. You know, people come to recognize that there's so much more meaning, I think, than what people recognize today. So we hope as you listen to these readings once again at Mass, you may immerse yourself more deeply into the donkeys and the palm fronds of Palm Sunday. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app.